everyone, welcome back to the Kicks and Picks podcast. Coach Steve here leading the way with Nick and Scotty. We had our first weekend of bets last weekend, and we're getting into really the thick of things in Europe with Serie A also kicking off this week. But before we get into our bets for this week and another great guest, so at the weekend that was, it was the first week in the Premier League. We had a little action in La Liga, a little bit in Ligue 1. Uh, overall, we finished 5-4-1, plus 1.04 units. So a winning My week, bad. our pod lock hit, thanks <laughs> to Newcastle. Big. Old Reliable, team of the pod. Um, I will brag a little bit here. I did lead the way with a 3-0 weekend. Yes, sir. Plus 3.254 units. So I will take that. Um, Scott, I'll, I'll just kind of... Just a little 0-3 to start yeah. the season. No, doesn't hurt. Uh, and Nick, 1-1-1. One, 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 uh, finished just above even, up a uh, five hundredth of a unit. So there you go. just enough to, to stay above water. So, guys, how do you feel about the last weekend? In in my defense, if you rewind the tape, the second that you both said you are also an Tottenham, I said I want to switch my pick to Brentford. So, in that sense, I mean, it probably still it still would have lost because Brentford they drew. So, I guess that doesn't really help my case. I, but I, I knew that was a loser to start. Also, in fairness, we made that bet before Harry Kane left. We were all under yeah, the assumption, and Harry I didn't Kane think was going to be out starting. Oliver Skip game. was going to start. If you told me Oliver Skip was starting that game in midfield, I, I would not have. And, and that's, uh, I mean, listen for anybody that just started listening or that's brand new to the show uh we, we do make these picks pretty early in the week we're recording right now right this is tuesday night um so shit like this does happen i yeah. mean it it works in our favor sometimes when we get a great number it works against us sometimes like this i think if we week, made this kevin de bruyne to score a goal no. right you know like <laughs> we do uh, know that now if we had made this bet on a friday i don't think this would have been one of scott's locks i think that's very fair to say no for sure not. And it was also questionable for Charleston was going to play. Uh, I think that yes. kind of came up, you know, towards the end. So well, he might as well not have played because I don't remember what he did. Yeah, no, the, the rooster did not make an appearance. So uh, unfortunate. But other than that, I mean, the weekend was at least a little entertaining from a Premier Great League standpoint. Uh, a lot of good games. Um, I put out my power rankings. I might do that every Monday now. Um, but I got Newcastle as the best team in the league so far. Uh, they smoked Villa. Um, just absolutely dominated the midfield. Tanali scoring yeah. on his debut. Isak scoring Free hockey assists. Yeah. Yeah, un- Isak looked good. Performance. That's big for yeah. them. Yeah. Um, City looked good, but they lost De Bruyne in like the 30th minute. And it sounds like he's going to be out now until at least December. Four months, um, I think I saw, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so we'll, we'll see him in 2024, uh, which is usually when City make their like undefeated run. But uh, will be certainly an interesting wrinkle to the title race to start the season. Uh, if Arsenal and Newcastle can kind of sure. get off to a hot hot start, build a little bit of a lead, we'll make for an interesting yeah. second half. Uh, and yeah, Liverpool stink. I mean, they're not yeah, good. That was that um, was brutal. I, I so I, I'll interject there, Scotty. <laughs> After the first probably fifteen minutes, I don't know that I could have ever felt better about a bet at Liverpool team total over one and a half. I'm like, oh. This is going to cash by the fucking 30th minute. There's no but doubt in my mind. You knew that once the Sala goal was called back from VAR, yeah, yes. you knew it was dead then. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, dead. That was when I knew it was dead. I don't know. Yeah. This, this is over. Yep. So that was definitely a gut punch for, for all of us, I guess, for reasons. Yeah. I mean, Liverpool are in trouble, hence the background today. Uh, went into the weekend thinking that, you know, Liverpool top four, very much on the table and potentially a, a strong season. Uh, now here we are four days later and the midfield is still an absolute mess. The defense, I mean, Kanate and, and Allison played really well. Virgil was all right, but Robertson was bad. Um, Gakbo in midfield is not a solution. Uh, and they no. don't really have a plan. It seems, uh, I guess we still have a few weeks left until the window closes, but it's, it's not looking good for Liverpool right now. Um, 
McAllister, I thought looked good. Yeah, no, I mean um, he did. I, I mean thought... he did well. He's just playing in a position that was a little bit further back than what he yeah. should be. So and Spalasai, I'm sorry, I always butcher yeah. his name. I so thought he looked I. pretty good. Yeah, he always looked pretty yeah. good. Um, I think they're both good signings, but yeah. I think they do need more yeah. for sure. Like you don't you don't play Gakpo there. Right. Yeah, the problem is like they, their midfield was bad last season, and then this summer they shipped out five midfielders and they've brought in two. Granted, two yeah. are, are good, but math is math. Know, they, they they've got to add at least another two more in my opinion, and they still need to have another defensive back because you know yeah we had Kanate and Virgil playing there um, today or, or last weekend and they're still healthy, but there's going to be a time where you, you know one or both of them aren't going to be available, and Matip and Gobez is uh, not really. Uh, confidence instilling in terms of defensive prowess. So I heard Harry Maguire is available. Yeah. Uh, sure. I heard Harry Maguire is not leaving unless United pay him 15 million uh, to get uh, don't blame contract. Him. So don't blame him. Uh, yeah. I don't, I don't think Maguire is going anywhere. So two things I do want to say, two rules that came true before I toss it up to coach Steve and let him brag a little bit. Uh, two podcast rules did come through for us. And number one, it's Newcastle money line is just has to be our biggest money maker of all time. Yeah. Um, so love that and Real Madrid at plus money. I, I mean, I like, that was the one thing I tried to hammer home last week. If you get Real Madrid at plus money, you take it and it came through. So with that said, coach worldwide went to, I believe three different leagues two or two, two, just two. two. Okay. Two, well, two. coach worldwide. I stayed in the premier way. league for two of the picks. All right. But you came through with a very easy three Oh week. Yeah, I, I, I rode similar to the Kane situation at Spurs is Mitrovic at Fulham, but Mitrovic actually was still on the roster on the weekend and, and played a part in that match. And I got that draw no bet against Everton. I just felt good about, about Fulham. Don't know how much I'll be riding them until I see what they look like without Mitrovic in the next yep. coming weeks. But um, 50 they million, right? They're saying last year. Yeah, a lot of money. Um, we'll see if they, how they reinvest if they do. But I, they, they were a team I liked to bet last year because they would usually get pretty good value, and it, it played out against Everton this week. I mean, Drono bet at plus 135. I could have lived with a, a push if I had to there. Yeah. Um, um, Brighton minus one and a half against Lutton Town. I did not think easy. Lutton Town stood any chance against Brighton, and that was easy. Um, and then I, I took Lorient getting a goal and a half at PSG at minus 105. And I said, you know, a lot of turnover at PSG. There was no Mbappe. No, Dude, all these guys like on the way shit. out. And... <clears throat> The only thing that, that, that annoys me, I, I got that, but I had the uh, parlay boost on DraftKings. I took uh, three matches, I think. I'm trying to think, but I forget which Premier League match I had because it was the same day as those games. It might have been Brighton. Oh, it was Newcastle. It was Newcastle. Yeah. So I had Newcastle. I had Real Madrid because I had to go with you there. And then I had PSG, just a simple money line, I think. Um, was, was the Wasn't that like a get, plus 500 or something like that? I saw when you posted yeah, it. Yeah, it was... It was something like that, and I was plus 500. I was like, this should cash. I, I felt good about Lorient keeping it close. I didn't think PSG wouldn't score a goal, though. So um, I'll take my 3-0 for the pod, but it would have been nice to cash that also. It would have been a nice way to start the season. Brighton low-key may be the, the real winner from this weekend. I mean, they, they look pretty good, and they considering they've, they've sold off about 200 million pounds worth of midfielders, uh, not too bad to, to continue that streak uh, against, you know, Lutton Town of all teams, but uh things are got, got to okay stack up points like yeah. that teams yeah. like that you got to start off really yeah. good really early and they, they have a good recruitment strategy right they're bringing in that uh argentine left back i saw for 10 million today and yep. uh, that's that's just part of how they build their squad i think i think deserve is a really good young coach um nick and i saw him plenty in steady out with he built a good side there before he went to Shakhtar, and then you know the war yep. happened and and he 
had to leave that job and now he's at Brighton. But I think I think they're set up well to again push for not not top four, but I think they could push for top seven again. Yeah. I mean Yao Pedro looked really good. That was like their their big four yeah. signing. And they kind of needed it, right? I don't know how long you want to rely on, on Welbeck, but um as long as he's healthy, I think they'll be pretty pretty lethal up front. Sure. Yeah. All right, Scotty, kick off our hat trick of picks. Yeah, I'm going to start with a shot in the dark here. Um, look, it, it's a pick that's long odds, but I think the value is unbelievable considering where both teams are right now. So I'm taking Burnmouth draw no bet plus 800 at Liverpool. Um, look, at Liverpool are a mess right now. They might figure things out before the window closes, but it, it's not probably not going to happen by the time uh, they play Burnmouth, right? It's it's now Tuesday night. There's no rumored incoming midfielder signings. I don't think Tiago or Bayetic are going to be available to play. So they're going to be trying to play some sort of similar formation with the similar uh, cast of characters that they did against uh, Chelsea. And, and I don't think it works. Uh, it just doesn't. Um, you know, maybe Nunez starts in this time up top instead of Jota because Jota looked a little bit off the pace uh, against Chelsea. Um, but I, I don't think it's going to matter. I think this line is severely exaggerated just because last time Burnmouth came to Anfield, they left with a 9-0 beating. Um, but in March, they got their revenge and they beat Liverpool 1-0 at home. So they're certainly capable of winning. Uh, plus 800 on a draw-no-bet line against a very mid-table-looking Liverpool. When Burnmouth themselves looked okay last weekend, um, I think they got a 1-1 draw. And they, they, they managed to pull through in like the 84th minute. So I think they're capable of scoring um, certainly against this, you know, high line, no press Liverpool midfield. So um, I'm taking a shot here. You know, I, I could certainly see this being a bit of an upset and, and causing even more disarray in the Liverpool world. So if it happens, I want to stand to profit off of it. And it's plus 800. So I'll take it. <laughs> Two things I, I want to say about this. Um, this, this is also misvalued because Liverpool, didn't win last week when I think they clearly dominated. I think the books have to imagine Liverpool is not going to start the first two games without a win. Um, but shit, dude, you can get Burnmouth plus a goal and a half for plus 120. I think that's insane. Okay, take it if you guys want that too. But again, plus 800 with a draw no bet. You know, no, 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 I'm not. I'm not out, trying to talk you off that. your lock. I'm yeah. just saying, if anybody's listening, and <laughs> yeah. if you, you know, you're not a believer, plus a goal and a half. If you're looking for something that's more of a lock than a just like, hey, let's take this value and, and buy the ticket, then fine, take plus one and a half. I wouldn't begrudge you. All right, there you go, Scotty. That's why he's in the burning room over there, going against his squad. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go to Setty out with he my. Is, he is mushing <laughs> Liverpool to like a four nothing victory. By the way, just for anybody, that's sacrifice listening. that unit to get a three points on, on the table. So I'm going to go to Serie A with my first pick. I'm going to go Fiorentina Moneyline plus 130 at Genoa. Genoa won Serie B last season. I expect them to avoid relegation this year. They're back in Serie A, one of the most historic clubs in Italy. However, I think Fiorentina just has too much quality for them in their first game back in the top flight. And um, I think there's just too much value in Fiorentina here. I know they're getting a little bit because they're on the road. I think draw no bet is also an option. It's at minus 145 right now. If it moves closer to the 130 range, I'd probably consider draw no bet and take the protection. But um, right now I'm going Fiorentina money line at plus 130. So uh, I'm on this game as well. My first lock is uh, over two and a half goals. It's plus 105 uh, just because I, I agree with Steve. I think Genoa has a goal in them. I really do. Um, I think that, you know, they're not, they're not coming up to just go right back down. Um, Fiorentina's defense 
has not been very good. Um, but but you know, they're gonna be looking to really start the season off well, compete for a European place. Um, you know, they made a really deep run into the conference Europa Conference League last year. They made it to the final. Um, I, I think you know, looking through all the games in Italy, there's what seems like a lot of mismatches. Yeah. I was surprised the line that coach got was so good. Um, but this seems as likely of an over as any of the games in this opening round. So I, I really like the over in this one. I think this one is a two, one game. Yeah. Unlike, uh, I was going to say, unlike the premier league who will give you that Chelsea Liverpool opening weekend match that yeah, tries to avoid those matches at least till the second week or third week of the season. So you do get a lot of mismatches yeah. in the lines. I, I will say that. Yeah, I was gonna say, let's hope that the the newly promoted club has a better turnout than the ones in in Premier League this weekend, because neither Burnley nor Sheffield United, who are both home, uh, managed to score a goal in their Premier League, you know, re-debut. Uh, Lutton Town did get a goal off a penalty against Brighton, but that was their consolation goal in a four-one loss. So. Hopefully, Genoa fare a little bit better than yeah. the the Premier League newly promoted clubs. And it's a tough place to play, or at least it used to be. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have to imagine the fans haven't left. Um, so I, I really, I, I hope they get one. I mean, I don't know if Fiorentina can win this game 3-0 on their own. They might be able to, but I really see this one as a 2-1 game. Yeah. Well, for my second pick, I'm going back to the well, a uh, pick that did not fare well last weekend, but I'm going back with Tottenham. Draw no bet, plus 105. They're home versus Manchester United. You know, Tottenham drew Brentford 2-2 last game, and I don't think it was so much that they looked bad. I think Brentford looked better than maybe what we expected given the lack of Tony and, and Raya. Um, Brentford did benefit from a, a penalty from, from Hingman's son coming back to try to defend, but, um, you know, Tottenham, I think under, under Ange for the first game looked pretty decent, especially without Kane. Um, yeah, I would have preferred a, a better midfield, but you know, you get what you get on the flip side on Monday United, I don't think looked very good at all. Uh, they were lucky to come away with a win against Wolverhampton, which is like the hot in the streets pick for relegation, it seems, because, yep. you know, they lost uh, Lopetegui and a bunch of their their senior players. Um, but they still look pretty good going forward. And I think if their finishing was a little bit better, they certainly would have had a goal. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Andre uh, Onana, no, sorry, um, Onana decision, you know, be damned. He looked like he gave away a penalty in the, the 95th minute that just didn't get called. So I, I like Tottenham here at home, draw no bet. Uh, I don't see United picking up a win based off of the form I saw on Monday to, uh, this weekend. And I think Tottenham have a few goals in them, uh, especially if United kind of play and set up the way that they did against Wolves. Uh, their finishing should be a lot better than Wolves. And I could see Tottenham getting two or three in this one pretty easily. Right. So Scotty going back to the well without Harry Kane. I'm going draw no bet yeah. this time. <laughs> That's it's and, and, and they're at home. So it's a little bit different. Everything you said about, United though is spot on. I mean, they probably deserve to lose that game, uh, or at least draw. I mean, Wolves looked better than them for the majority of it, and yeah. that's and, and coach in the group chat. Coach was trying to put a live yeah. bet on United in like the 60th minute because they're like minus 120, and and we talked them out of it because I, Nick and I were both watching, and I don't think we we foresaw you know United escaping with three points there. Yeah. Um, so. They got it, but they got it by the skin of their teeth. Yeah, I turned it on around the time I sent that text, and I I went with you guys because I figured you've been watching the whole match. But I, it was just, you know, when you you have that feeling with those big teams, like sooner or later they're going to find one. That that was a feeling I had. Yeah. They did get it, but you know, also probably could have had a, a draw in the end if I, had, knowing my luck, if I had taken that live bet. Onana gets called for the penalty. It finishes one one. Yeah, and I lose that's, the bet. You're probably oh, right. No yeah. doubt. That's coach's yeah. fault. <laughs> Definitely. So, and did you? But, was this before or after um, what's his name hit the post? The the forward for Wolves? it was before. Yeah, okay. it was before. Yeah, because that was like in the seventy fifth. Yeah, yeah. It was around I there. mean, 
So anybody who's a Wolves fan, it's my fault that Wolves lost and didn't get that point. I, I, I take the heat on that one. Um, I'm going merely with my second one. I'm going Nottingham Forest, money line minus 115 against Sheffield United. Sheffield did absolutely nothing at home last week against Crystal Palace. Uh, that was one of Scotty's draw no bets. I actually rode with that bet in in you know a, a real bet because I thought they would have come out with some some life at home and they did absolutely nothing. Um, meanwhile, Forrest put in a pretty solid shift against Arsenal at the Emirates, coming close to getting a late tying goal. I think Forrest takes care of business at home here. I like it. All right, I have to go with my squad. First week, first game. Um, as we mentioned, a lot of mismatches. This was. On paper, as big of a mismatch as any other game, but the line does not reflect that. Lazio money line away at Lecce. Um, listen, I think Lecce is a, a pretty solid candidate to go down. I think they're actually second most favored to be relegated. Um, so this is the type of team Lazio need to make quick work of. They definitely struggled in this position last year, beating a lot of the top teams and the teams around them, but really struggling to get all three points against bottom half, bottom five teams. I think that cannot be the case this year. And this number reminds me a lot of coach Steve's Fiorentina bet. I just think it's way too good to pass up, man. Nick betting on his team. I would have guessed coach would have bet on Roma before Nick bet on Lazio. Yeah. Roma's like minus 300. Without Dybala and Pellegrini both suspended their minus 300. But no, I I have to agree with Nick here. I think plus one Oh five is a good number on Lazio. Lazio is pretty much got their whole starting 11 available. Uh, obviously, minus Milgovic Savage. Uh, no, I'll, I'll live with the eventual one-one yeah. tie, but I, I mean, I doubt you got to take this back. Yeah, um, yeah. Kamada doesn't start; probably probably comes off the bench. They're one of their bigger signings this summer. But when you look at Lecce, there, there's not much that makes you say mm, they can pull this off. I know they sold Halmond to I think it was Sporting Lisbon uh, recently, who was really one of their better midfielders. I, I yeah. as much as I love to support the Pugliese squads, being that's where my roots are from, I, I don't see it happening. Yeah, is, is um, what's his face still there? Strafetta is still there, yeah. Good. I mean, he's good. He's dangerous, but I don't know who's going to pass How much else to get you excited there? All right, I will bring things home. Uh, my final pick this weekend is going to be the under two and a half in Aston Villa versus Everton. Uh, neither team looked good last weekend, to say the least. We talked about Aston Villa getting smacked by Newcastle. Um, so they're going to look to rebound, but they also lost their arguably best defender and captain in, in Tyrone Mings in, in that game as well. So kind of a, a double loss for them. Um, but that said, Everton, you know, they had 19 shots, nine shots on target at home, and they still managed to lose one nothing in their opening match. Uh, Neil Mopai looks like he is completely lost and useless in front of goal. I, I mean, I, it's, it's tough to find a striker that had a worse performance than him uh, last weekend. And I think, you know, Sean Dyche in the position that he's in right now, if he doesn't get at least a point here on the road, uh, things are going to be kind of in panic mode already for Everton, given the fact that they've tried to get out of relegation and escape relegation in two consecutive seasons. And they start, you know, the first two weeks against with, with double losses against, you know, mediocre mid table to lower table teams. Uh, it's going to be an issue. So I expect defensive dice to come out. I think they're going to try to set up, maybe try to win this one. If they can one, nothing, on the flip side, Villa, you know, they, they still have Ollie Watkins. I think he's good, but they don't really have a Robin to him. Um, I know they're bringing in Zaniolo, but we love talking about Zaniolo's inaccuracy in front of net. Um, and I don't even know that he's going to play this weekend. No chance no, no he way plays he plays, weekend, yeah. Just getting in. But they, they don't have anybody playing behind him. I know Diaby was the one that got the goal against Newcastle, but that was a, a incredible strike that's probably going to be really hard to recreate. So uh, I don't see there being a lot of goals in this one. I see this actually being kind of like a really choppy defensive match. 
um, where Everton are just trying to scrap together a draw at the very least. So uh, I'll take the under two and a half uh, at minus 110. I don't feel like you're, you're giving up a lot of juice. So it's worth it for me. All right. I'm going here now. Here I was putting this into the dock first today, thinking my this bet would be the craziest of the weekend. Then Scotty trumped it by far with his Bournemouth bet. But I'm going Newcastle double chance at Manchester City. I mean, there's always a risk betting against City at the Etihad, but hear me out here. Newcastle's coming off that complete annihilation of Villa that we discussed earlier. Meanwhile, City, like we said, just lost KDB for what looks to be four months. And they also have to play the UEFA Super Cup on Wednesday, just three days before this match. I don't know if the Magpies win outright, but I do like their chances of getting a result here because of all those factors. I'm giving this one a shot at plus money, plus 135. Newcastle can't be playing any better after the first weekend. So I'm, I'm going to take a shot here with our team of the pod. You're hot, bro. You're feeling it. You put it down. This is a fucking winner. And I can't wait to brag to the rest of the world about it. Um, so I'm going to go back to the well for our easy over squad. Um, two of them actually, but one that we really need some help from Atalanta. I think they are going to be potentially a surprise team in the league this year. Uh, I like their team total one and a half goals over minus minus one twenty at the worst defense we've ever seen. Sassuolo. Um, I, I just think there's no way we can pass on this Atalanta team total week one. Um, you know, I, I just, I don't know. I, I don't see a world where they don't get two in this one. And um, the over is so juiced in this one, three and a half goals. It's plus 145. Uh, I think the over two and a half is like minus 180. So books are expecting goals. I don't see a way that Sassuolo outscores Atalanta. Team total seems like a lock here. Yeah, Atalanta was a, an easy overs team from us from the beginning, right? Yes. That's, that's one of our OG and, easy over and club. I know this um, because I had to look up the stats today to, to put some stuff together. They were averaging 2.3 goals a game when we were first like riding yeah. them really, really heavy. They were down to 1.7 last year. So they dropped half a goal. Um, but guess what? 1.7 is higher than 1.5. So I think yeah. they, uh, you know, the, you got Lookman who's coming in for a second year. He was phenomenal last year uh Skamaka's coming in he's got a, a big chip on his shoulder and a point to prove and Sassuolo plays that wide open no defense yeah. can't rely on them for 90 minutes yep. game so Adelante is really going to want to get three points in this game I, I think they get two pretty easily agreed and that takes us to our pod lock we went Newcastle last weekend this weekend we're going with another team we were talking about earlier that's Brighton money line minus 110 at Wolves I mean we praised them earlier Wolves held out against United pretty long. This could be a, a kind of a scrappy match for Brighton to find a goal because Wolves can defend pretty well. But, I mean, I sent this to you guys, and you guys both quickly said, lock it in. We we all agreed quick, and we don't always agree quickly on these yeah. pod locks. This is one we all liked. So maybe that means fade it, but we love it. Minus 110, Brighton oh. money line, lock it in at Wolves. Yeah, and I think um, they're going to – put way more pressure on Wolves than I feel I like United so. did. I feel like United were yeah. kind of sleepwalking through that game, especially the first 60 minutes or so. So um, if they can play that press the way they have been over the past half a season, this should be a no doubter. I will say preliminarily, if Brighton get the job done here and Wolves lose to Brighton, look at for Wolves as decent value in the next couple of weeks, because they yep. were a huge, you know, public favorite to, to get relegated when we were talking about futures, everybody was looking at them as being like plus two fifty. you know, good shot at, at going down. They looked okay against United. I know, you know, United didn't look great, but Wolves definitely looked better than what I think many people gave them credit for. They start out with two consecutive losses to against decent teams, United and Brighton. 
In the next two weeks, they have Everton uh, and, and Crystal Palace. And, and I think they could absolutely get a result against either of those teams. And, and my guess is that books will probably undervalue them. Yeah. And one thing I'll say that they've got five or six dudes that could just really handle the ball. I mean, they, yep. they, these guys got quick feet, Brazilians, Portuguese. I don't know who is who. Yeah, they're Portuguese. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like everybody was, was going through the midfield. Like United looked like they were in quicksand every time Wolves tried to break out. It's not going to be the same situation this week, but uh, I think Scotty's point is spot on. And then one guy that they missed last year was uh, Pedro Neto. And I think he's actually going to be a, a a beacon of light for them if he can stay healthy, because he is really, really good. I think he's only 23. Um, he's going to be a guy that will be on the short list for, for, you know, some of the top clubs to transfer in, in the, in the coming year or two. Um, and if I think he has a breakout season this year, it's, it's almost a lock. Yeah. So there you have it. There's our locks of the week. If you're watching on YouTube, we thank you for watching and, and hopefully you're winning with us.